Do you find yourself stargazing, talking to the moon? Feel like there is a deeper connection to the universe and the galaxies? Have you felt alone, like the earth is not your home, but you long to go back home? Do you feel like your existence on earth has a deeper meaning? Do you sometimes feel homesick, not sure what it is? Have you been soul searching? In your awakening, feeling like you are on a mission to spread your light? Are you interested to find similar souls like you? Well, if any of this resonates with you, it's very likely you are a soul from a luminary, from a star, a star seed. Welcome back, Soul Tribe. And we are hitting the end of series five. Wow, it's been a great series to kick off 2022. And this topic, Starseed, is such a magical topic to discuss. And to be honest, I think we would need a lot more conversations to get into this. Now, you may have not heard of Starseed or the term before, but I urge you to stay on and listen in because I think for anyone that whether they know the term or don't, will find some real value and insight and some motivation out of this topic. With that being said, we have a special returning divine feminine, Joanna Joy, who's joining us to talk about starseeds as she herself is very much a starseed and is going to share a lot more with us today. Welcome back, Joanna. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for inviting me back. I am great. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, especially to talk about this amazing topic, starseeds. Um, this has been a huge part of my journey, I think, uh, for last year, discovering and really diving deeper into what a starseed actually is. So yeah, thanks, Steph. How are oh, you? Nice. Thank you. Well, you've been on your starseed journey, so I know you took some time out and it's really great to have you back so we can continue on these deep conversations because, you know, it wouldn't have been the same if we didn't have what we had last year when we kicked off the podcast together. Some really meaningful topics that really started to build this soul tribe and that wasn't possible without us coming together, Joanna. So, you know, I'm so grateful for you. Oh, likewise. I am very grateful for you as well. I know I took some time out to really go on my journey. Last year was eventful for me, as you know, and I just um, needed time to kind of go on my spiritual journey, dive deeper. There was a lot of transitions. Wow. That happened in a rapid time. So um, thank you for allowing me to do that, like to go through that. Oh, no, come on, man. <laughs> Not man, but come on, Starseed. I had to, <laughs> we have to allow, hold space and allow that transitional time expansion. Like, I really, um, I admire how much you, you know, you've resiliently taken on your journey and you're transforming and just bringing more light into the situation for yourself, but for everyone around you. And it's, it's what we need more of. And, you know, I can totally relate to it because it's been very much a journey similar for me. So this year for you, Joanna, is just going to be so powerful because, you know, the universe doesn't just sit back and and ignore any of us that are putting in that work and helping this universe to vibrate higher. So remember, all those wishes are coming true, girl. <laughs> oh, yes. Right now I have the um, 
the googly eye emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite one in any, any situation. <laughs> so, you know, I thought I would just kick off with saying I found a really, really cool quote because Starseeds, um, before we get into the depth of what it, you know, what it is for us and how we came across it, thought maybe let me just read this out and share it with the listeners because they might be like, well, what is a starseed? Is it some seed you part in the garden that look like <laughs> the shape of a star? <laughs> so, so starseeds are individuals that originate from far distant stars and solar systems, planets and galaxies. These highly evolved souls carry a plethora of wisdom and special abilities that hibernates deep within the core of their being. All starseeds are encoded with activation encryptions that will unlock their knowledge and talents at a predetermined or spontaneous time on Earth for the retrieval of this information is to be utilized for very specific purposes. I mean, that sounds quite complex. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I it's think, so deep. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I'll say to the guys listening to the Soul Tribe you may have not come across starseeds before the term. You may think, am I a starseed or am I not? You may say, I am. I, I actually resonate with it. You may think, oh, maybe, maybe I need to discover more. Now, as you go on your own personal journey, the whole concept of starseeds will come, or the, the concept of it will come to you as and when it's meant to, right? Nothing is, everything happens in its divine orchestration at the right time for your journey. and whether you at that point resonate with being one or not being one, because you cannot be one. And we'll talk about what that means. That doesn't make it a bad thing. And Joanna, I've, I know you've got some really interesting insight on that. Um, you know, there are many different types of souls. So the star seed group are specifically souls coming from these stars and solar systems. There are earth souls and, and predominantly probably the majority of souls on earth are more, most likely to be earth souls. And then you have a lesser group uh, in terms of volume. That's how I see it anyway, that are star seeds or special souls, light workers, however you want to kind of call them, that are coming onto earth um, on a journey that during their own journey, personal journey, they start to awaken themselves to understanding who they really are, their mission, um, and as they're transitioning and, and locking these, like they're becoming more conscious and more aware of like their mission here, that's when they might start to realize, oh my gosh, I am probably a starseed. And then actually find out what starseed they are. What do you reckon, Joanna? Would that resonate for you? No, yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. I think, um, as you said, you kind of come into it later or at different stages Um in your life, right? It could be later on. Some people actually feel that they're different from quite young. I've, you know, I've researched a lot, came across a lot of really interesting stories and dynamics. So some people discovered that they were not from here from a young age. And I was like, wow, imagine finding that out. I only found out that I was a star seed last year. Really interestingly enough. Um, I had no clue what Starcy was prior. Um, and Steph, it was actually through you that kind of <laughs> opened up the idea. You kind of introduced me to, you know, you mentioned it 
really interestingly because we were speaking about Akashic Records and you was explaining to me that you had yours done and how it was broken down and you're like I'm a starseed and I think initially when you said it to me I was like what the hell is that but I never kind of dug <laughs> deeper right <laughs> it's like starseed what is that uh, but I think we were just talking about different other things and then I connected with um another friend that I haven't spoken to in a really long time. She's in the UK and I connected with her. And then she mentioned that she was on the spiritual journey. She discovered that she was a star seed. And I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. Steph mentioned the star seed to me too. And it was funny because you actually said to me before as well, you was like, I think you're a star seed. So that's what kind of triggered and made me go research. When I research, I'm like, oh my gosh, this resonates. Because one of the things that they say is like, you feel that you're not from here. Like you get homesick. You have that longing feeling that, you know, that you, you know where it's home. Yeah. And that is the feeling I've had from when I was a child. I always, no matter where I went, and I've traveled, I've lived in different countries, different cities, and I've never felt at home. I always felt kind of like something was missing. I've always had that feeling. Like I always go in and, you know, I, I don't quite understand. And this is another trait that they've said. You don't quite understand why um, humans do the things that they do. Like people, you know, certain behaviors and traits, etc. cetera. Um, and that's another thing that I struggled with. I feel like, why do people do that? Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, I'm just like, yeah. I don't understand people sometimes. But um, those are the things that really um, kind of stood out to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is resonating. All the information I was coming across. So I think the next step was to find which soul group I was actually from, which, again, later on, I kind of discovered but yeah, um, how did you feel when you found out you was a star seed? So I, I believe it was through your Akashic records, right? Yeah. So it, you make a, so, so many good points, and it. So before I even got there, I feel like it is so sort of meant to be at the time it's meant to be because otherwise you're not ready to learn it because I think you said this to me as well. Like sometimes once you find out you're a star seed, you can't really turn that back because it activates so much more inside you to your purpose mm -hmm. and I used to feel so I'm like a proper free spirit I love to travel and I'm I'm always traveling but I I had a moment like I don't know before my awakening just feeling like I just didn't want to be like you know at the time I was in London but I don't want to be here like I just I could go I used to say this like, oh, I could go anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter where I am because this isn't really my home. And I say mm -hmm. it, I said it out loud. I even said it to my ex-husband. I think he saw it as the physical situation, whereas I just distanced from certain toxic family members because I just couldn't handle it or stuff like that. But I actually said, it doesn't really matter where I am. Like, this is not my home. This is not my home. But little did I know, Joanna, that actually I was speaking from maybe a, a higher perspective of myself that did knew a lot more than what I knew in my 3D self. Because then I did move. I mean, I've I've lived abroad, but still, <laughs> it's not about that. It's not actually moving location geographically right. within this earth or world. So for me, the, the when I, so I never heard of Starseed before. 
I went on the spiritual awakening, you know, it was happening in like 2019, 2018, 2019. I didn't really realize I was on that journey. And they do say, you know, I've been reading about stuff where starseeds, we, you know, souls are awakening, right? And we are in that era right now where it's a mass awakening. A lot of what's going on is happening. So, yeah, so I was like trying to figure out stuff like who am I? What's going on? Why is every why am I seeing like I was obviously having mad dreams, seeing stuff, feeling like something crazy was happening to me. I didn't want to be around people. My life didn't make any sense. It just it was all kind of crumbling. And I feel like I read about like now more recently, I've read that there is this thing called the starseed awakening. But I believe we are all we're all going through awakenings. But maybe the star seeds take it a bit more harder and they have to isolate because I definitely feel like I went into a lockdown when everyone else was living their life. So I basically went through a, 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 an awakening, which was also ca- the catalyst of that awakening was my twin flame journey. So then I really needed support and guidance. And that's when Amelia, I met Amelia, who's come on some episodes. Right. Uh, and, you know, Amelia as well. So. She helped me so much. And I saw that Amelia had the Akashic Records reading. And I looked at it and I thought, well, this is a bit deep. Like, where's your soul come from or where you originate? And some information about past life. I thought, nah, 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 I'm not really. I wasn't interested in that. I think I was still sort of still working on leaving my old life and certain things. So that was a bit too maybe a bit out there for me. I, I don't really think that that was for me. So anyway, I started to continue to evolve and started to raise my vibration more. I was purging and I was becoming, I was going through the transitions, right? The first set of major transitions. And then I felt like I was in a really good space, which was in 2020 when we reconnected Joanna. And that's when I felt like I'm in a really good space. And I feel like, especially for my twin flame journey, like there's not much that not that you, you know, specifically there, there's not much I need to do. Like everything I that's catalyst or catapulted me to do the learning and the growth. I'm doing that. I'm good where I am. So I'm ready to discover more about myself. So that's when I asked Amelia for the Akashic Record reading. And then I was like, I'm ready, right? I guess it's just the timing. And that then really opened my eyes. So then when I was reading that and then we reconnected, one of the things I was asking Amelia was like, um, like star seeds get really lonely, but they obviously cluster with other star seeds because they have a kind of a deep knowing, like they feel each other more and they can understand each other more. And I, and when we reconnected, Joanna, I was like, nah, you really, you're on the same like frequency as me. Like we're talking the same language. And I've known you from years back. But the language we were talking now was the next kind of language. And I was like, and I feel so at ease with your presence. And I was like, no, you must be a starseed. And everything you had been going through, your own experiences and how you see the world and, you know, your whole vegan journey about caring for the planet and the animals and just really trying to do good for Earth. Loads of things you said. I'm like, nah, man, dude, you're a starseed. (laughs) (laughs) absolutely I love how you put that together no yeah it's it's so true you can really tell by um just the different qualities and how you resonate it's so funny because like you said it's like you're in the same wave you can kind of 
really pinpoint certain qualities and you just have that you can resonate right it's weird oh my gosh when I tell you the story of how I actually figured out the actual star constellation I come from (laughs) you're gonna laugh as well but it's kind of the similar thing it's like you just have this you kind of resonate you're just like hmm (laughs) you have this knowing I think that's the best way to describe it yeah that's the thing because like I don't know like I I just, one day I just said, I want the Akashic Record reading. Do you know what I mean? It was just not like, and luckily Amelia was doing them. And when I got the insight, I was reading it. And so it said that I'm from the star Procyon. So there's, there's, there's a number of different stars, but there's not just souls from those stars. There's souls from other, other kind of constellation solar systems. And there's still a lot more knowledge coming. I think for the readers, it's important to share that the Akashic Records is like an archive. If you haven't listened to that episode, check it out. It's in, I think it's series three that we have a specific episode about it and go into detail. And Amelia talks about how you access them. But we can actually all access our own Akashic Records or we can ask someone to do it for us that, you know, we trust and we feel that we want them to access it on our behalf. And I, you know, it took me a while to get my head around it because I'm like, it's like an archive, right? A library archive, but it's in the higher realms. So we can all actually tap in to the vibration or the frequency to pull down to download information. Now, for anyone that really feels like they can channel information and messages, then there are actually decks like um, Joanna, but I just don't have them myself. There's a Kashik record decks. And I think I might get one like and explore it at one point, but um you can do it through that. You can channel messages. There's many different forms. And if you're very highly intuitive and can, you know, you're clairaudient, claircognizant and things like that, you can use those psychic abilities, then you can probably be able to um, access that information. I just didn't feel like, I just don't, you know, I didn't feel like I could do it. Um, I didn't know that I could do it as well until afterwards I realized that actually we could all do it for ourselves. So for those that are listening, my point is if you're interested or you want to know more about your sort of where your soul is from, you can re- you can contact specific um, people that specialize in this. Um, I would say just be, take what resonates, like Joanna said, like go with your feeling. If you feel like, yeah, I you might see something that just pops up and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do this. Maybe that's your sign. Um, or just don't force it, you know, just don't force it. So in my report, it said, yeah, it said I'm from Procyon. And then it said some very interesting things. I found out that Procyon is a star group um, or star seeds. They, um, they're quite rare. I read in something that they, it said that, you know, they actually, if you come across a Procyon, you know, that's quite rare. So um, that made me feel really loved. But they are a soul group that actually um, kind of isolates themselves. So um, they're one of the rarest star seeds. Um, I read that you'll be lucky if you met one. So, hey, guys, count yourself lucky. Today. <laughs> I'm not trying to be, I'm not doing the ego thing. I might as well just go for it, innit? <laughs> It's been hard. It's been hard when you feel like no one gets you. And now if you're listening to this podcast, I love you. Because you like really like crew of like, yeah, the souls that resonate. So yeah, but Procyons, they're called Procyons if you're from Procyon. 
sorry, little baby procyons. They feel they're different and that they and they suffer from this isolation. Uh, but they are also best at helping others who feel different. And it makes sense for me, Joanna, because I feel like this podcast, the community, the soul tribe, they're going through those phases of like, I feel different. If I talk about this to friends, like they'll be like, who are you? Get out of here. So I feel like I can embrace those souls and connect with them. I think, you know, you'll say the same for yourself. Um, but like they have a deep longing to help people and animals on the planet. So it, it resonates a lot for me. Um, you know, I, I guess that they, the only thing I, I saw which made them seem quite antisocial in my Akashic records, it said that they um, also, they actually do like their mission work, but they're one of the groups that tend to do it by themselves. They don't want to work with other soul groups, which is really interesting. Um, and might might make a lot of sense to why I've had to go through a lot of things. You know, when I said to you before, like I had to do it all by myself. There was no support when I was going through certain significant changes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's yep. why, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And then I, um, I kind of read that they have this very interesting connection to the sun and that, and that they can actually... Yes. Yeah, it's it's got a term. I need to I need to pronounce it right. Breatharianism. So breatharianism is the practice of using solar energy in place of food to thrive. Yes, and this is you, Steph, to a T. <laughs> <laughs> so me being a person that always wants to fast, I think that I could fast for even longer if I was in a hot climate. Yes, like absolutely. Rica. <laughs> so um and it makes sense like my body doesn't like and they like hot climate so it makes sense um I also found out that my soul was in in like um influenced by mission realmers and apparently they're quite new on earth and they've only began incarnating on the earth to help counter the negativity here so you know when you said Joanna like you just don't understand why people do what they do and why they behave they the way they do I think that really resonates for me because I, when I see people, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done negative things and had that, but once I've awakened, I, you don't go back. And so when I see, or I experience people like putting out negative energy or creating negative kind of vibes, I'm like, no, no, no. Like don't, don't do that. So I'm always like, even at work, sometimes I feel like everyone's a bit down or they're just focusing on things in a kind of negative way. Or when I was at the hairdressers yesterday, the girl that was washing my hair was so negative and I had to say something. Like I had to say something. I was like, right, next time I come in, you've got four weeks. You need to fix up that attitude and the positivity comes from within. Like I was on her. (laughs) But um, so yeah, that is interesting because you said that, Joanna, like you, it's like you're watching the world. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm very observant. I've noticed that. Like I, I'm always like analyzing and not in a bad way. It's just that I just try to, it's like, I'm trying to understand, you know, why people do the things they do, behavior, say the things they say, etc. So it's like that, that was installed for me from young. Obviously now I understand why, (laughs) but yeah, it's super interesting. You know, there's different soul groups out there, of course, different star constellations, um, it's really interesting because I'm still learning and I'm still trying to dive deeper into it. But for me, 
I discovered, I'll tell you actually how I discovered. Yeah, I was just so, about to ask you that. So you obviously psychically knew I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So how I discovered um, my star seed origin is by, um, okay. So initially I did, I decided eventually when I felt like I was ready to do a car because I know that they say you have to be ready because with the Akashic records, when you, you know, you learn this information, you can't go back, you know, your life kind of changes and you have to be ready for that um, on a spiritual level. So I was finally ready. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to know. Um, I did my Akashic records and it confirmed that I was in fact um, a starseed soul. But I didn't find out in that, that session, actually, the origin I just knew, um, I was told I was from, my soul actually comes from the seventh dimension. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, So later on, I started to do kind of research and I kind of, you know, was trying to find, it was kind of hard to find accurate information as to what star soul group resides in the seventh dimension. Um, And at first I thought it was Arturian. Right. So I'm like, am I Artorian? So I started to read up on the traits of Artorian and I was like, mm, this doesn't quite resonate. It wasn't resonating for me. So what happened one day I was on Instagram and I saw it was around Halloween, actually. And I saw Janae Aiko. Um, she had posted and I before me reading the caption right? I saw she posted what she was for Halloween. She dressed as, uh, from what some people would say, it looks like an alien, right? (laughs) Yeah. She looked cool though. I love that. Yeah. It was super cool. And I was like, before even reading the caption, I was like, she's a starseed. It it was like, I knew it straight away. I was like, she's a starseed. I looked at her and it was almost, it resonated everything I knew. I didn't even have to read. So I was reading the caption and, um, I can't remember specifically what, what it said. It wasn't, it didn't specify anything to do with the star sea, but I think someone commented and was like, yes, uh, serious uh, star seed. And I was like, I knew it. It was like, I was like, I, I knew, I was like, I knew it. She's from Syria. She's a Syrian star seed. And I felt like it resonated so much with who I was. It was weird. And, um, there's this lovely lady that I, I, you know, I follow her work. She does um, channelings and stuff like that. And I decided, I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to ask her. I don't know if she'll have the time to tell me or look into it, but I'm going to ask. And I did. I felt like it was for me to ask. And I didn't. She bless her heart and soul because she actually took the time to actually find out for me. And she said, yes, you are... Um, um, a serious star seed, but you are also Pleiadian. I was like, huh? <laughs> How? How can I be two? Oh, wow. Um, and she was like, yeah, this is quite, um, you know, interesting. I didn't dive deeper. I didn't want to take, her, you know, any more of her time, but I thought it was quite interesting. She said, you are also Pleiadian. So my soul, somehow I need to kind of look into it a little bit more, but I am part serious and part Pleiadian (laughs) which is quite interesting I tried to look into it a bit more you know both qualities from both um star groups and I was like yep 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 
it resonated a hundred percent serious. You know, we express, um, through creativity. So a lot of Syrian star souls will express through, you know, you'll find that they have tattoos, piercings, they have a lot of creativity. They, they love animals. It's just all stuff that resonates to me. I'm like, yeah, this is me to a T, you know, Pleiadians, they are um, also like soul healers, um, their heart and crown chakras normally vibrate at an incredibly strong frequency. So, you know, they, they're naturally drawn to roles that involve healing and stuff, yeah. which is, you know, like herbalist and stuff like that. And that's where I kind of, you know, like holistic nutrition, that's like my thing. So, and then, yeah, they both, both starseeds, funny enough, you know, they come to kind of help the earth vibrate, um, at a higher frequency, you know, by sharing and expressing unconditional love. And that's what I'm about, man, spreading the love. <laughs> yeah. So it really made sense for you. I mean, you're like yeah. a, you're like a, a mixed, a mixed star, star race seed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, it goes to a T because even like your actual ethnic origin is so mixed. Like you could just not be from one star, Joanna. It makes a lot of sense. it absolutely do do you know what was interesting as well that I found out for those who you know on a spiritual um side Jesus actually which I thought was fascinating right Jesus was actually a starseed so I was like wait what so apparently he was also from I think I don't know the rest of his but he was a mix of different origins, but one of them was Pleiadian. Um, so apparently, yeah, Jesus was actually a star seed. Really, really interesting. Um, there's so many interesting aspects when you think about it. And uh, I found out as well that he kind of reincarnated. I have to look more into this. I mean, take it, you know, go do your own research. Don't just take my word. But apparently they was also saying that he reincarnated into different many great people so he obviously came as jesus and apparently he came as buddha as well um and many others it's really interesting i mean this stuff gets yeah the more you dive in it's like it gets better and better that's yeah this is fascinating and i think for the listeners like we are not no experts. We're just on our own journeys, just figuring out stuff as we go along. And hence why I really wanted to do this episode because me and Joanna talk about this a lot. And I said, why don't we just like publicly share this conversation a bit more? Because, you know, you may feel like actually you want to dig a bit deeper and you want to know a bit more, right? And there's so many different stars. Joanna mentioned Sirius, Pleiades, and I think there's 75 million Pleiades Pleiadians at any given time on earth so I think they're one of the largest groups yes you've got baby baby me like we're less of us around um but we 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 find our way about you know uh, we're out there um you are appreciated (laughs) thank (laughs) you for coming (laughs) I found like I found some (laughs) thank you thank you I'm humbled they um with the uh, Pleiadian starseed traits, I mean, I saw that they're really true humanitarians and um, they feel like they have a big mission on earth. They're very family oriented, orientated, very good with children and animals, which is so much like you, Joanna. It's kind of crazy how this is like speaks to you like a tea and they come from the constellation of Taurus. And 
just exposing a bit about your natal chart because if I'm into that, <laughs> I know that your moon is in Taurus. So how about that? Like the two yeah. align, like this, you're from a Taurus constellation. So, I know it's amazing. It's yeah. so fascinating. It really is. One thing as well that I discovered about star seeds um, is that they do say that, you know, we do find um, Earth's energies, many of us anyways, we do find that, you know, the, the frequency of Earth, it's quite dense, yeah. <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. I think I said this to you many times, Steph. I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm going to reincarnate here ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done after this. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do find it quite dense, you know, um, being here in this atmosphere. But I guess that's part of our mission, right? We came to help assist with the raising of the vibration of Earth because we are in a transitional point. As yeah. some may know, right now it's a very important time that we're in because Earth is moving into a different dimension, a different frequency. Yeah, absolutely. And before I actually want to come back to that point, because that's a really powerful point, just going back to Pleiades is so interesting, right? Because I know a lot about you, but this is where it's just crazy because it says that they're drawn to water animals like dolphins and whales. And I know you love like sea <laughs> animals. Like remember when you took the kids to see the dolphins for Milan's yes. birthday? So like, and then that, and then the other one, which I'm exposing more about you again, but they identify the most with water signs like Cancer, Scorpios or Pisces. And I know <sighs> some of your closest people are, are water signs, like family and close friends. Yes, absolutely. So as I was seeing, I was like, oh yeah, like it just, it's, it's crazy because it doesn't, it's not even connected to the fact that it's to do with um, the astrology. Like it, what I'm saying is they, it's not from the same kind of uh, script or the same sort of calculations, right? When you right. find out you're from, from a star seed, I don't, it's channeled. So, you know, that I don't even think the lady that you went to knew all about your natal chart and things like that. But there's, you know, like when I said the Taurus constellation, so there's so much overlap and reinforcement to who you are, but that's why you have to be ready to to do this sort of to, to research or to find this information and consume it because you have to be open to it and be ready for the journey of what is going to come with it exactly and I think a great point that you made it's it just goes to show you how everything connects it's amazing how every single thing connects um even like serious their their constellation is known for like handling a lot of the dolphin and the whales because apparently dolphins and whales are very spiritual um animals they like they hold a lot of information wow dolphins and whales yeah when I was doing research and I was like wow this makes so much sense they're very spiritually intelligent those um two s dolphins and whales and apparently they're a major part of actual um serious yeah <gasps> wow mm -hmm. do you know when you said that you were like watch the you sometimes just watch the earth they have said that per, the purpose of Syrians are the peacekeepers and guardians of the world and their aim is to watch over the evolution and guide during times of turbulence that like you definitely had to come at this time right like you said the earth is awakening 
and like watching over the um the benevolent soul group so like watch I I know like from knowing you personally you come you, you know you meet many people that are not so evolved and you're helping to kind of give them a bit of direction or just naturally you being you uh, at a time like this is helping many souls and um I can resonate with that and I'm, I'm you know the procyons are here to also do very similar stuff it's just um we're just a bit crazy and don't want to eat food and want to sit under the sun but <laughs> you know um but yeah like I it's just so many interesting things there and like you said about the dolphins the the, the connection with water animals I think you know well, as much as you get a chance to definitely spend time there. And that's that's why I think this is so interesting because it helps us to be a bit more like connected to what we need as well on earth. That's going to help us be more empowered to be our true selves and then helps heal, heal ourselves and those around us and raise the vibration. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a magical thing. Do you know another great way um, Actually, Steph, I am so grateful for you mentioning this book to me because it really helped me to also understand purpose. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can say the no. book's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's The Three Waves of Volunteers and the New Earth by Dolores Cannon. Oh, I actually love this woman. Guys, I would definitely recommend maybe researching her, find some of her videos because she speaks about you know, she does um, channelings with the star groups. Um, she gets messages and she really has an amazing insight of the, you know, just different. Ah, it's just amazing. It's just so, so amazing. So she really has a good insight of, you know, where we actually come from, the different stars, you know, earth, new earth, everything. It's just amazing information to take in and I haven't finished the book I'm just probably a few chapters in but so far oh my gosh it's helped me to understand so much more about myself as a starseed she explains and she breaks it down into three different groups um, of volunteers that came at different points um, and she just uh, man so many different scenarios and stories resonated with me a hundred percent um, where are you in the book, Steph? How do you feel about it so far? <laughs> um, probably like, you know, they, she does like a chapter or like a, it's a chapter per um, soul that she she goes with to their sort of previous origins, right? So maybe right. I'm on like, there's probably about 50 chapters in there, right? So I'm probably like on seven or eight. But each each story I've read, you know, like real life capture has been phenomenal. Like she's met different she's mentioned already different volunteers, like different waves, ones that are like, you know, ready to step into their power, ones that are resisting. And that's why they're having, it's so interesting. Like there was one woman, she was living a corporate life and um, she was just so like driven by the sort of material world, leadership, sort of all of that sort of like outside 3D life. And um like her health just went boom and she ended up in hospital and it was it was it was part it was orchestrated because she needed to awaken to the fact that she got she's here for a higher purpose and she can't keep going in the direction of giving 100% of her time to this like you know just like 100% totally like money driven career a power type route 
And um, when they went back, I don't know if you did that um, episode, episode, that chapter yet. <laughs> but when they went <laughs> into her subconscious and they started channeling messages, it was saying, yeah, like she's been resisting for a long time, but it's time for her now. This is why she's come to you. That's why we brought her to you. It's so like, I find it so interesting that Dolores, rest her soul, she's passed now. She's managed to be able to tell us about the new earth um, so much so because she's captured all of these um, channeled um, you know, messages from different souls. And that's how she calculated that there was three waves. And if you guys want to know which wave you're in, you could actually maybe Google it. Um, it is based on the time of year, the years that you're born in. And I think um, the first wave were not the reason why there's three waves. I don't that was at the beginning of the book. But the reason why there's three waves is like they've sent in the first wave and the first wave wasn't able to do what it needed to do. So that to send in the second wave um, and then a third wave. And I think the third wave still re um, incarnating on Earth right now with the babies being born and all these rainbow crystal indigo children. That's the wave now. And even the babies being born this year, they're going to be highly sensitive souls and very special souls trying to bring more uh, for this new Earth. But the, the first wave of volunteers might be, Joanna, like the ages of like our parents and stuff. And they weren't able to do what was needed, not because they're bad. It's just there was too much karma on this earth. It was too much. And it wasn't possible in those time periods to try and make this um, change. The book also says that earth is unlike any other planet because the other planets were able to be transformed and um, uh, what's the word, like lifted to a higher vibration much more quicker. Whereas earth is not like that. And uh, the energies, the dark energies or the energies trying to pull it back um, mm -hmm. are very karmic and it's not like any other planet. So it's tough work for earth. But now, this is another piece of information, which I'm kind of linking the two, is the great solar reset or the great solar flash. It's the concept that's known that every 25,000 years, the Earth must reset or, you know, recalibrate to its highest vibration it needs to. Guess what? I think I might have said this on another episode, but the, the great solar flash is timed around 2030. So we are leading up to this. And this is why... All of this stuff isn't happening in this world. You know, these, these things, these shifts, these, these restrictions, everything, these lockdowns and everything. It's been happening for a reason to force souls to awaken, to then once they're awakening, they're raising their vibration. Um, but also really like pushing people to really discomfort because when you're in discomfort or you're seeing, you don't, you're seeing things that you didn't really want to see, you can't go back. So these things are happening for a reason. And as we get closer and closer, like more and more awakenings are happening this year, more activations, a lot of energy is coming into earth right now. The resonance chart is going off the scale and my ears have been ringing a lot lately. So I know I've been feeling it in my physical body, like random, un unexpected, like weird body pains, but I know it's to do with the energy coming to earth. So the earth is naturally, you know, this is science, science. Like no one can't turn around, turn around and say, this is conspiracy because go and check the resonance, the showman's resonance chart, look at the energy vibrations coming to earth and it is getting increasing, increasing over time. 
and it's going to continue to. And why? Because it's all part of this reset. Now, with the reset, it has to remove anything low vibrational. And this is the concept of the new earth. It's not like we're all going to jump from earth and jump onto another earth, right? It's the same earth, but it's the new earth is an earth of higher vibration, unconditional love, compassion, you know, um, open heartedness, authenticity. It's, it's much more fairness and balance and um, human beings being. So really bringing us back to what we're supposed to be. Uh, we've, right. we've lost in these last 25,000 years. I'll stop there because I know you want to say something. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's You said that perfectly. Um, exactly. Because I think what many people don't realize is that Earth is actually a living being, right? So this is what they say, like, you know, it's we're going to shift exactly how you said into a higher dimension, which means there's no space for low vibrational thoughts, negativity, all of that has to kind of, you know, be subside. It it can't go into the new earth. We have to all kind of level up and kind of raise our vibrations, raise our frequencies by positive thinking, unconditional love, all of these qualities, like you mentioned, Steph. So yeah, it's, um, man, Dolores was a, is a wonderful, you know, still is a wonderful legend, I would say, because she really, really has some valuable information. And I'm so happy that she was able to, you know, share this information with us before her passing. Um, so I would definitely recommend, you know, for anyone just to kind of, if you want to learn a bit more about this stuff in depth, I would say kind of do some research, look at some of her videos, grab some of her books and soak up that knowledge because it's really good, insightful knowledge, you know, to take with you on your journey going forward because we are all shifting, whether you like it or not, we're moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, so true. And um, there's something that I uh, came across when I was trying, like, it's so hard, right? Like for us to like list every single starseed group. And like, like I said, me and Joanna are, are still discovering so much more. There's so much that we haven't said today that we could say, right? But there, in all souls, there are genuinely, you know, good souls. Some are benevolent. They they are in a lot of trauma or they have to work through their karma to, you know, awaken and then really use their great gifts of love and compassion, right? And then there's then there's souls that are actually deliberate and they are malicious. So let me just, I have to talk about this because, um, there are souls, and I'm trying to remember. Well, you know, you might you might have heard of um, the reptilians and the, these type of kind of concepts. Uh, they're dark star seeds, right? They are shapeshifters who reincarnate on planets to obtain control for selfish benefits. Guess yes. what, guys? You know the life that the world that we live in. Most of the the who runs and governs this world are those reptilian dark star seeds. So with light, there is dark. With up, there is down. There's always polarity in everything on this earth. Exactly. And there are dark starseeds. And it explains why, you know, as starseeds, many of us cannot understand how some people can be so cruel and malicious. And I wouldn't, you know, sometimes you might have like incorporations in business. Like there's some very powerful people at the top. 
some are very humble, humble leaders and I've admired them, whether it's where I've worked or I've seen it in other companies. And then you've got some of the guys at the top and there's a lot of them and their energy just stinks to me because I can't, I can feel it straight away. And their, their sole purpose is to manipulate societies, cultures and technological, technological development for their own purposes. So what's going on on earth right now, the way, you know, people's privacy is just being stripped of them. There's so many restrictions and people are being do, forced to do things because it's in for, for everyone's health. That's where I, what I don't agree with. And I know that there's a lot of souls awakening up to this and know that actually this is not making any sense, right? It's for their own gain and their personal power. But I truly believe, Joanna, that this is this is exploding right now. Like it's not being shown as, as obviously as that, but more I can feel more people awakening. I can, in my own sort of vicinity, I'm seeing a lot more love and light and a lot more harmony. So I know that there's a shift. Um, we don't believe in watching the media. The media will never talk about these shifts um, because they're they're part of these dark star, star seed agendas. The media, the entertainment industry, a lot of things in power. You know, big big giant companies who lead them. Um, the pharmaceutical industry. It's all is is led by dark star seeds. Yeah, Steph, actually really, really good point that you brought up there. Cause like you said, with good, there's also bad. It's all in balance, right? So you did <laughs> make some good points there regarding the government, etc. Those who are in the top top that control, actually most of them come from the, what is it? I think Orion. Oh, yeah, Orion, yeah. the constellation yeah. where a lot of those those star souls that came, the darker ones, are um, they come to control. That's what they try to do. They want to control Earth. They wanted to take over, um, which is why they have kind of either implemented people in the positions that they're in today, and um, by manipulating, right, and you know, creating this whole matrix that we currently are in, but that is breaking down. It is breaking down as, you know, these shifts are happening. Um, It's funny. It's interesting because I, um, I watch a lot of quantum, quantum healing and with, there's one particular one that's super interesting stuff. I think I've shared some of the videos with you or vice versa. And there's one particular quantum healer. She's South African and she does some amazing work. And when she does her quantum healing, um, it's like quantum healing therapy. I think that's what Dolores did as well. That was the title of what she did, right? It was like quantum therapy. Um, so this lady, when she does hers, she also channels the same way how like, um, Dolores does she would kind of get information from different star souls or the, the galactic um, confederation. I think that's what they call them. And they will share a lot of information through, you know, her sessions. And one of them, she was, they were speaking about what's taking place today. And they mentioned Trump, right? Because from what we all kind of knew of, like, and I, even me, myself, <clears throat> 
not to talk about politics because this is nothing to do with that. This is more on the spiritual side of everything that's going on. But what I understood in 2020, I was like, oh, he's no good. You know, he's a bad person or whatever. He, he doesn't care, whatever. But that was all just what, you know, we was being fed on the surface level. Looking at it on a deeper level, on a spiritual level, I actually came to learn that he's actually doing a lot of good behind the scenes. So my perspective of him actually changed a lot when I learned that he is actually helping in a huge way. And then later on, I realized that he was from, during one of her sessions, he was actually a star soul, like he is a, a star soul. But I think, if I remember correctly, he was from Orion. So I was like, wait, what? Isn't that the bad? Like, And yeah. I think they even questioned it. But it's like, his, what he is doing, even though he his soul is from Orion, it's like he is trying to expose the bad because it's not okay I think this is how they explained it not everyone is bad it's like you know we have some bad humans we have good humans do you know what I mean yeah so he is actually the one that's actually trying to expose his own you know his own star family that you know the bad ones from that same constellation he's trying to expose them so he's actually doing good by trying to expose them. So I guess he's the one, you know, that is not bad from that, you know, one of the ones that not all of them are bad from Orion. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. basically how they was kind of explaining it. So he's actually trying to expose everyone, which he has been doing behind the scenes. It's yeah. really interesting, really interesting stuff. But it's important to know, because like, I think a lot of people will question like, oh, well, you know, how, because this is something I wanted myself. Like, how do they get away with doing all this stuff? Like, yeah. what, what is the roles of the other, you know what I mean? But I think for a long time, there was a lot of mis- uh, manipulation going on. But now it's been brought to light. I think source God is now aware of what's happening. This is why intervention is kind of coming in. There is that rule where they cannot directly intervene. Yes. yes. They do have yes. that rule in place. Um, and of course, we all have free will as well. So this is why a lot of things kind of, you know, happen and nothing's done straight away. But now there is awareness and then there is, you know, the souls, star seeds like us who are now awakening during these times because this is what we need. It's all to do with vibration, frequency, raising and lifting, yeah. helping others to wake up and see the light. So, yeah, it's all really interesting stuff, man. Powerful. No, really well said. I'm glad you mentioned the Trump thing because it was in the back of my mind and then you mentioned it. So I'm like, yes, because um, <laughs> I wanted to broach it. And I was like, do we do we bring him up? Because everyone's like, it can be a can of worms, but we're out here speaking our truth. So exactly. Thank you, thank you for saying that, because, yeah, um, he really is doing some massive, massive shifts. And I mean, without going into detail, he is actually still the president. If you went to go and re- re- research, he's just temporarily handed it over to Biden. And um, there's a lot of information if you go and look for it to that that can prove that we're not he- we're not out here to prove what's right and what's wrong. We're just we're here to talk about star seeds. And this was a very important point to make about dark star seeds and that there is also good and bad. And he's actually someone that um, a soul that's actually bringing a lot of. Um, light 
into situations that have been full of manipulation, greed and control. Um, and that has been oppressing our, our earth into um, this like zombie-like enslavery. So- Right, right. And so I guess the, to the point that you said, Joanna, like the last point, so important, like we will have a part to play. And I think the challenge for everyone, ourselves included, is, you know, our our existence here is to release anything that no longer serves you, because that's when you're holding on to lower vibrational things. We have to release. We have to connect with our source. We're connecting with the earth. Um, And this includes any pressures from society. Like right about now, we're in like Aquarius season. I think when this episode goes out, we might have just finished Aquarius season. Um, But that's the energy that you can really use. I mean, we're in the age of Aquarius, so it will be going on for a while anyway. But um, where we can just like say no to society, like we don't have to do things as long as we're not hurting nobody. We don't have to do things that have been pre, you know, pre sort of determined from past ways of doing things. Um, even just like doing stuff because it's just keeping busy and just it's just unnecessary clinging on to people, situations and that, that's keeping you stuck like let's not go there but there's so many relationships family paradigms friendship groups all kinds of nonsense where people are just talking to each other for the sake of they they don't want to let go and be on their own but you trust me if you're not enjoying it and you know deep down inside you're not like do something about it like it's your time the time will come there's actually activation codes encrypted into the souls so there will be moments where those encryptions kind of get activated and then you start to have some kind of support to kind of make those movements or realizations but we are really here to change these age-old patterns that keep keep us bound in our comfort zone we don't want to be staying in the comfort zone because that's what allows these malicious dark star seeds to control this earth the more we step out of our comfort zone which is doing what this earth wasn't really used to doing in the last however thousands of years is then helping us open up the new earth and to joanna's point you know we will only go at the speed of the awakening so the more souls that awaken the more star seeds that realize their powers and their gifts will help us so that's why if if some of us are like thinking well why is this world okay guys you're talking about these dark star seeds and the world's being governed by you know ruled by these entities that are not really here for the highest and best good well that's going to continue no it's not but the only way it will change and it will shift is um the soul's awakening with the alignment of the earth's uh, energetic uh, vibrational increase like that's happening with all this energy so it is happening believe it um and i think it, rather than trying to wait to see just we have to all just be in our in our power, in our really stand up and be our authentic selves, let go of any baggage that's holding us down, really, really connect to the heart space, like Joanna said, speak our truth like we are right now. Um, so if we can be any kind of like, um, you know, just um, examples, I'm not saying I don't want to be a role model, but just examples of holding the torch, holding light and holding space. I hope that that has helped you guys that are listening today. Oh, that was beautifully said, Steph. Yeah, exactly. We're all on this journey together to help, you know, each other kind of get to where we need to be on a higher frequency level. Um, 
Yeah. So guys, I mean, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. I mean, we are still learning. We still have so much information to take on. This is a never ending journey of learning. I feel like. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. And I think we'll do, definitely do more starseed type content and maybe some starseed connected to the divine feminine, because actually Pleiades and Pleiadians actually have a massive uh, power in the whole divine feminine energy. I was like researching Joanna. So I might need to get you to tap into some of that and uh, share more. Um, but hopefully <laughs> we will be bringing some content that is filmed for YouTube from Joanna and I. So um, stay tuned for that. You might be able to see us in our starseed form. <laughs> starseed <laughs> form. Doing some starseed shit. <laughs> Joanna riding off the back of a whale or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. I Um, love your imagination. Doing some crazy stuff, but you know, like just, just, yeah, good stuff for the soul. So anyway, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in and Joanna, thank you so much for coming to join on this topic. Like I couldn't have done it with anyone else, but you, and I'm so glad that we got to talk about this and was able to share our journeys because actually they're kind of interlinked. You know, when I was finding out about star seeds was when we were aligning and then that was, you know, so it was also connected. And I don't think I could have found anyone better than you to talk about this star seed topic. Oh, Steph, I really appreciate it, man. It's been a pleasure. You know, this subject really, really excites me. I don't know, like last year, towards the end of last year, I feel like I was really diving deep and I was like up late researching. I just felt so excited about it. So when you um asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, of course I would, of course I would love to talk about this stuff. <laughs> um, so thanks again for having me, man. It's been a pleasure as always. And thank you for helping me to close out series five. It has been a great start to 2022. There is some very special things coming up. Um, Series six. uh, Let me just say this. I can't really tell you what series six is going to be about because in a way, it's not even series six. It's like a whole new awakening of this podcast. We're going to go into a, I'm going to go into a whole different like place with this. Um, because it's time to really step up and share more from my personal journey and bring you guys closer to to my procyon <laughs> lifestyle. Um, and you may see Joanna in the mix there as well, because part of my journey, Joanna's part of my life. So you probably Aww. most definitely see the Divine Feminines um, together doing some stuff and sharing other topics but you can expect to hear more very soul enriching, um, spiritually sort of um, insightful information to help you on your journey, whether you resonate with being a starseed, a twin flame or going through the spiritual awakening. These are all things I've personally resonated with and have been experiencing. So I'm going to share more of that from a personal level, but also to help those that are awakening on this journey, because it's, it's, it's time to just share more of that. So Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Joanna. And I think you're going to leave us with a really nice final uh, set of words around Starseeds to just leave everyone empowered and motivated for the rest of 2022 and the new earth. Amazing. Yes. 
Thanks again, Steph. It's been a pleasure. And I'm so proud of you and your growth and how far you have pushed this podcast. So continue. I cannot wait for series six. I'm excited for you, girl. All right, guys, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I will end with saying these amazing words to you all. I hope it resonates. When you are born in a world you do not fit in, it's because you were born to help create a new one. Love and light to you all. Bye, guys. <laughs>